It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Recorded live. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord.
me. Yes, Lord, my God. Yes, Lord. What God has for me, it is for me. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. I know without a doubt that he will bring me out. Thank you, Lord. What God has for me, it is for me. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It is for me. Yes, Lord. It is. It is for me. Thank you, Lord. It is for me. Yes, Lord. It is for me. Thank you, Lord. What God has for me, it is for me. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Amen. God bless you, Makai. Yes, Lord. We got a blessing coming, Makai. You don't want you don't want some of it too. <laughs> yes, Lord. No, leave it alone, man. It's on. Thank you, Lord. It is for me. Yes, Lord. It is for me. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. 
sharing what God has done. Not the people did it, but what God has done. God is the one, the Bible says, open doors that no man can close. And he closes doors that no man can open. So what God has for you, it is for you. It's for you. We ought to be grateful and thankful for what God has given for his people. You have any type of knowledge of the history God has done for the people of Israel when they came up out of Egypt, even before the time they got down and the time that they came out. Amen. God always fought for his people. And he always cursed those that fought against them. This was his promise that he gave to Abraham. He said, I would bless them that bless thee. I will curse them that curse you. And because of you, all nations shall be blessed. That's something how you can become a blessing to other people. When he said all nations, he's talking about Israel. He's talking about the people that live with him, something that doesn't know him. That all of these people would become blessed because of you. And you ought to want to be a blessing to somebody. Because God didn't place us here by ourselves. He placed us here to be a blessing to someone else. So we ought to be grateful for what God is doing for the people of God. The consideration of those that are here and those that will be listening in, we're going to be coming from the first chapter of the book of Jonah. Jonah. After the book of Obadiah. Jonah chapter 1, we're going to begin reading from verse 1. Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the son of Anathia, saying, Arise. Go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, and wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah rose up to flee unto Saul from the presence of the Lord, and went down to God, and he found the ship upon the park, and he stayed the fair thereof, and went down into it, to go with them to talk from the presence of the Lord. The Lord sent out a great wind into the sea. There was a mighty tempest in the sea, so that the ship was light to be broken. And the mariners were afraid and cried every man unto his God, and cast forth the wares that were in the ship into the sea, to lighten it of them. But Jonah was gone down into the side of and he lay and was fast asleep. So the ship came to him and said, What meanest thou, O sleeper? Arise, call upon thy God. So be that God will think upon us that we perish not. 
this said everyone to get done. Come, let us cast lots. That we may know for whose cause this evil is upon us. So they cast lots. A lot fell upon him. And said they unto him, Tell us, we pray thee, for who caused this evil is upon us? What is thine occupation and what comes thou? What is thy country and of what people are thou? Say unto them, I am a Hebrew. Now fear the Lord, the God of heaven, which had made the sea and the dry land. And for the men exceeded to pray and said unto him, Why, why hast thou done this? For the men knew that he fled in the presence of the Lord because he had told them. Then said they unto him, What shall we do unto thee, that the sea may be called unto us? For the sea brought and was tempted. He said unto them, Take me up, cast me forth into the sea. So shall the sea be called unto thee. I know that for my sake this great tempest is upon me. Nevertheless, the men rose hard to bring it to the land, but they could not. And the sea lost the tempest against them. Wherefore they cried unto the Lord and said, We beseech thee, O Lord, we beseech thee. Let us not perish for this man's life, and lay not upon us innocent blood. For thou, O Lord, hast done as it pleased thee. But they took up Jonah and cast him forth into the sea. The sea ceased for all Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly. Offer sacrifice unto the Lord and made life. We'd like to speak concerning an obedient servant. Being an obedient servant. Our Father and our God, we thank you, dear God, for the privilege to be found in your presence, out of worship, among the people of God, found in the Holy Word of God. Father, that your word, your God, will be constructed in as we live here in this presence. Because we look into the life of God, how we try to see from your presence. Your God, don't let this all that to be from your presence. Let it cause us to be obedient to your heart. Lord, Master, we give you the praise for your This is the God is in search for. He is in search for an obedient person. Someone that will hear and obey. And this Word is our commandment. God gives them to us to live by, to walk by, and to react with mankind. The commandment of God. God gives us His word, not to flaunt it, not to just recite it, but to live it. The Bible says the word of God is life. It is spirit. 
that which we live concerning the word that God relates to us as believers. Jonah was a believer. As we read in our text, it let us know that Jonah was a Hebrew. He was an Israelite. One who was familiar with the word of God. And as we can tell from the scriptures, he was also familiar with the voice of God. God gives Jonah a commandment. Call Jonah out to go to the city of Nineveh to cry out against it, to proclaim the word of God to a heathen nation. And Jonah Instead of going to Nineveh, as he was commanded, the Bible says Jonah took a ship and went in the opposite direction to a place called Tarsus. And it was on this journey, fleeing from the presence of God, and God really got Jonah attention. It's funny how sometimes God has some stones to rise up in our lives. get our attention. And we can help ourselves and keep the stones from out of our lives if only we become obedient servants of the Lord. God is not a God like man, which means he's not to be pleased with. We might disobey our parents, we might disobey people on our job. But it's a horrible and terrible thing to disobey God and fall in the hands of an angry God. The Bible says God is no respecter of person, but he is a respecter of person. Which means that God sent his son to die for the sins of the whole world. The Hebrews, the Israelites, had tried to have God all to themselves. When God, in essence, was trying to convey to them that they were supposed to be a blessing to all nations, not just to themselves. We can't hold God and keep God to ourselves. And this is what we do when we come to service, when we come to Bible study and we learn about God. And learn about what God expects of us and requires of us as Christians to go out and be a witness for the Lord. And yet we allow a lot of people to just sit through our fingers by not witnessing to those that need to hear concerning the Lord that we serve. Amen, somebody. I could just get a, a couple of Bible readers, somebody that's familiar with the word of God. Amen. Somebody would say amen. Yes, yes Lord. Because this is what it's all about. It's not about how much we know, but it's about how much we care. And if we really care about God, then we need to care about people. Because this is the thing that had God to send Jesus into the world. He sent him here for people. And the Bible says, whosoever just believeth in him, but not that. But have everlasting life. Yes, Lord. It's people that God is interested in. 
he put Adam in the garden. The Bible said God used to have fellowship with, with Adam. He used to walk with him in the pool of the garden. That the day that Adam uh, 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 broke God's commandment, he ran and fled away from God. And the Bible said that he hid himself behind some fig leaves. And the Bible said God came walking in the cool of the garden looking for Adam and asked Adam where of that. Adam fled from God because he knew that he had broke the commandments of God. He had sinned against God. He had broke the fellowship with God. And God is looking for fellowship. And, his, and the fellowship is with the obedience of mankind. God gave Adam just one commandment. Eat not from the tree that's in the midst of the garden, of the tree that is good and evil. Don't eat from it. For in the day that you do, the day you shall surely die. Jonah had a commandment go and witness, to go and proclaim the word of God. Now, if you look at Jonah, Jonah's name means victory. The Bible says he was a son. He was a son. Excuse me, let me go back. Jonah's name means love. His father, Amatai, means faithful. And if you can look back through the scriptures, when the great flood came. God had Noah to build the ark. Bible says that after so many days, Noah sent out a raven to see if there was any light that was out on the land so that they could rest their feet upon. The Bible says when he sent out the raven, the raven didn't come back. Now the raven is affiliated with the vultures. He comes from the family of the vultures. And what do vultures feed upon? Vultures feed upon the dead. And so everything that the flood overtook, it all was what? Dead. So the ravens didn't come back to let him know that there was any life. He didn't come back because there was still what? Death on the outside. But the Bible says he took the dove after so many days and sent the dove out. When the dove came back, the Bible said that the dove had an olive branch in her mouth to let Noah and all the occupants of the ark know that there is life after death. The life had become, had began to come back upon the face of the earth. And this is how Noah and his family knew that God was bringing life back. And so Noah, Jonah, very name represents life. It represents that a dove had came back with an olive branch. And what an olive branch do you hear people talk about? When there's a feud between two people and they say a person is coming to extend out an olive branch because now that they want what? Peace. And so Jonah represents peace. He represents the extension of life. But instead of them bringing life to those that needed to hear from God, the Bible says he fled from the presence of God, fled in the opposite direction. Just think for a moment, my friend. 
How many times have you had an opportunity to tell somebody about God? To show somebody how to live before God? But you just, you did just the opposite. How many lives that you could have brought to God that you allowed to slip through your fingers? So the Bible says that when Jonah was on board of the ship and the ship sailed out from the port, that God brought a storm up. Sometimes you can look and see, look back at your life and see the opportunities that you missed. Then a storm, did something happen in your life to your finances, to your vehicle, on your job, or in the home, or in the fest? Did something arise up out of the ordinary? During that period of time, when you left the presence of God, just think about it. Some people might call it a form of backslide. When you just went to church, but you did not live the church. You sang the song, but that you didn't live. Jonah was a Hebrew and was a part of the nation of Israel, the chosen people of God. But yet he refused to obey the commandment of God and walked away in the opposite direction from the presence of God. Have you ever left the presence of God? God never leaves you. When there's a break in communication or in fellowship, it's always either you and I that leave from the presence of God. And so God will cause some things to erupt in your life just because he loves you. Not because you left, but he do it to get you to do what? Come back. Look what happened to the prodigal son when he left from a good home, left from the teachings of his father. And the Bible says that he left and went and had a righteous living and spent all that his father had gave him, all his inheritance. He spent it all. And the Bible says, well, after he spent all that he had, that a famine came in the land. And he began to want to eat the things that they said to the swine. And the Bible said that he, he came to himself and remembered his father's house. Have, have anything ever happened to you to make you remember? How good you had it when you was with God? <clears throat> Have anything ever happened when, when, when you remember, they call you to remember how good you had it when you when you with mama and daddy? You know, you want to get out so bad, you want to be out on your own. And But but sometimes something would happen to let you know that you might have left a little too soon. You got a little too smart and, 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 and dishonored your parents and you left, and then a storm came in your life, and you had too much of pride to go back, but then you was in too much of suffering to stay. Jonah was on the ship, and the Bible says he went down into the ship and went asleep. And so the, 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 the shipmaster went to all those that was aboard the ship and told each person, said, go up and, be, and begin to pray to your God, which means not to let me know that they had a lot of people that was there that did not believe in the true and living God. They believed in whoever God that was from the place of they 
birth. Wherever they was from, the God that they believed in, he said, I want you to pray to this God to see if they can get this this, this stone to stop in our lives. To stop so we won't lose what we had. The Bible says that it got so bad that the thing they had on board, they began to throw overboard. It's something how you begin to lose some stuff from stones. And the stones only come because you disobeyed. And you got so much of pride that you wouldn't come back and say that you're sorry. And so the stone continues until you had to lose some stuff. And when they begin to lose some stuff, they begin to pray so they go. And the God that they had couldn't help them. And so they looked down to Jonah and said, well, who are you? What country did you come from? And what God do you serve? And even though he didn't want to go preach, even though he didn't want to witness, yet God called them to witness to those that was on board. And all of these people that was on board were Gentiles, were non-Hebrews, non-Israelites. And Jonah began to witness and let them know that I'm a Hebrew. And I, and, and I serve the law who has made the heavens and the earth, the one who made the sea and the dry land. This is the God that I serve. And they told him to come up and pray to that God. But even before Jonah repented, God still would hear him. And, and they told Jonah, they said, they what is it that, that you have done to cause this home to come upon us? And Jonah said, I'm running from the presence of the Lord. So they took Jonah and threw him overboard to cause the stone to cease in their chest, to cease in their life. Lord, help us today. Get away from us. <laughs> they wanted to get the problem away from us. But yet they, they, they understood the fact of the type of God that Jonah served. The God that has power over the winds and the sea. And he told Jonah to pray to this God. And even though Jonah told him who he was and the God that he served, still yet God wouldn't hear. The only prayer that God would hear is a prayer of repentance. Before you can get anything through to God, you have to learn how to repent. If you've been praying and some things haven't changed, some things is not happening as, as, as you know According to what the word of God is saying, if things have not turned around and changed, then maybe, just maybe, possibly you haven't repented from your heart. You know, some people like to do things and just come and sit down in God's house like as if though nothing ever happened. Like as if though they hadn't done no wrong. But you need to learn that you have to repent. The Bible says Godly sorry worth of repentance. Back into yes, Lord. You got to repent from the heart. It can't be a surface thing. It can't be something that's superficial. It got to come from the heart. That's the only thing that God hears. It will come from our heart. And the Bible says we all have sinned and so come short of God's Sometimes we hold people in. We hold things in. And superficially, we say that we forgive and we say that we're sorry. But have you done it from your heart? From the heart. That's the only thing that God is in. What comes from the heart? The Bible says, of the heart receives the issues of life. We can, we can 
they put on our masquerade and our our Mardi Gras uniform and, 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 and the masses and masquerade and make things seem like it's all right. But if it hasn't come from the heart, that's why you still have the problem. That's why the things that you've been looking for God to do for you haven't turned around yet because you haven't forgave from your heart. So these people that was aboard the ship with Jonah, who had believed initially in other gods, came around to believe in the God that Jonah served. Because the Bible said that they, they prayed and they made a vow unto the Lord. There's something how when people see how God is reacting and working in your life, you can get a person to believe in the God that you serve. And they ask God not to put this sin until they charge. And the Bible says they took Jonah and they threw Jonah overboard. Mm. And when they threw him overboard, the Bible said that the that the sea and the tempest became calm. Oh, you you want some calmness to come in your life? You want you want some blessings to come in your life? Get that stuff out. I remember a sermon I preached or something my wife might have said at a conference we had one time. Take the trash out. Get the trash out. You, you, you got, it's, it's time for spring cleaning. Mm-hmm. It's time for spring cleaning, and you got to get the trash out. Get the trash out your house. And I'm not talking about the house where you sleep. I'm talking about the house where God's supposed to live. Get it out if you want some stuff to stop in your life. You want the turbulence to stop. You want your finances to get right and you want your house to get right. You want your children to get right. Then take the trash out. The Bible said they threw Jonah out the ship. They threw him overboard. And when they threw him overboard and they got him out the ship, that thing became peaceful. The sea became calm. Everybody on board the ship was saved. You want somebody to get saved? Get the trash out. Be obedient to God. Follow his commandments. Keep his word. Preach his word. He called you. You say you got a message. Give the message that God has gave to you. And you think you got something now. Just mm. watch how God would open doors for yes, you Lord. and make plans for you if you keep and obey the word of God. Yes, Lord. Keep the word that you gave to God. Mm. The Bible said he made a vow. Anybody in here made a vow to God that you haven't kept yet? You want a blessing? You're looking for something that God can do for you? You got to keep your word. You gave God your word. You said that you would do something. It's time to any up. It's time to keep the word and obey the commandments and the voice of God. The Bible said that when they told Jonah overboard, God had a fish, had a whale waiting on him. And the Bible says the whale swallowed Jonah up. Jonah was in the belly of the whale for three days and three nights. And at the time that God had appointed, the Bible said the whale spewed Jonah up up on dry land. When they spewed him up on dry land, the Bible said that Jonah began to go over to Nineveh and preach the word of God. The people in Nineveh heard the word. The people in Nineveh obeyed the word. And the people in Nineveh, they repented because of the word. That's all God wants you to do is just bring a word. Is there a witness in the house today for God? If God can call you, God can give you a word to give to somebody, obey the voice of God. Obey the commandments of God and give the people the word that God gave you. 
Somebody is waiting to hear so somebody might be saved. Amen. Obey the voice of God. That's all God is looking for, an obedient servant. The Bible says best to obey. It's best to be obedient than to sacrifice. Thank you, Lord. It's best to obey than to sacrifice. Sometimes people think that they've done a whole lot because they put up a few dollars in church, put up an offering. They made a sacrifice. But the Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice. And so it's time that we as servants of God begin to obey. Amen. And if you've made a vow, amen, unto the Lord, it's time to keep the vow that you made. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Amen. Thank you for your word. Amen. Thank you for bringing us back, amen, to consciousness, knowing that, amen, people's lives are at stake, souls, amen, are at stake. Souls are important to God. And somebody in here, if not all of us, have a word to give to somebody that somebody's life might be saved. Amen. We thank God for your presence on today. Amen. We thank God for your presence on today. Amen. And God is calling for an obedient servant. Amen. To carry out his command. Amen. Somebody needs to hear about the God we serve. Amen. Don't let your disobedience cause problems for someone else. Amen. These people have nothing to do. Amen. But what Jonah was charged with. Amen. They were innocent bystanders. Amen. We hear all the time on the news. Innocent bystanders getting shot down by drive-by. Had nothing to do with the quarrel between the people who they was out to shoot. Amen. But innocent people got shot. Innocent people lost their lives. Amen. Because the quarrel was between someone else. This quarrel was between God and Jonah. But innocent people that was on board suffered from what they did, from what he did, or what he refused to do. Don't let somebody get caught up. Don't let your family get caught up. Don't let friends. Get caught up. Don't even an enemy. Don't let him get caught up. Amen. In a controversy called something that you be obedient. Obey the voice of God. Keep the vow that you made before God. Amen. Thank God for you. Thank God for you. Amen. Let us stand and be about to be with you. Be benevolent all night. He been a listening all day. Oh, Jesus been a
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.